Welcome to Moms Who Say the F Word with your hosts, Paris and Courtney, the two mom friends you didn't know you needed. another fun episode of moms who say the f word we would absolutely love it if you would leave us a five-star rating wherever you have found our podcast and if you haven't shopped for mother's day yet what are what are you even doing right now get on it it's this is your cue to get on that shit and happy cinco de drinko and la casa today anyways on with the show well now i just want tacos so do we have to continue no well I'm actually making tacos today. I don't know what you're doing with your life, but I already, like this weekend, we already bought all the stuff for tacos, and I am browsing all the margarita recipes I can possibly make. But I don't know about you, but when I browse stuff like that that has, like, limes, my mouth immediately puckers. I don't know. Like, (laughs) it's so weird. Like, I can almost taste the margarita. That's how bad I must want one because I'm already, like, my mouth is already salivating for it. You're like, yes, I'm ready. I want that now. Bring it. <laughs> Bring it. Um, I can tell you, though, that a, a great Nintendo Switch gift. Okay. So I want my own Nintendo Switch. So Mother's Day is coming, even though I already got my Mother's Day gift. But anyways, <laughs> I want my own Nintendo Switch. And let me tell you why this is. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm like, you don't need more than one. Like, you can have multiplayers oh. on Nintendo Switches, right? The hell you don't. <laughs> if you haven't heard about this game yet... Animal Crossing. Do you know what this is, friend? No. No, okay. I, do, I do not at all. So hilariously, my husband uh, thinks it's very funny how addicted I am to this game. And he sent me an article uh, because you can't buy a Nintendo Switch right now. I know you already have one, so you don't need to buy one. I know this because I don't want to share with my children. I'll explain why. But I didn't know uh, that you couldn't get them because I mean, oh, no. I get the Sold Target out. ad and, you know, they have the cute little blue one. I would, I would totally I get that one so. if I was going to get one because it matches my little, my new bike that I don't know how to ride <laughs> that thing. It matches my it outfit. It matches. Like I'm going to ever be on a bike ride with my Switch in my hand. No, I'm not even coordinated enough to wheel the damn bike with both hands on the handlebar. Things. As it is, you insist on wearing <laughs> flip-flops when you ride your bike. So yeah. well, I already had that mishap. Anyways. We're not going to talk about that anymore. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, no, you can, um, they are completely sold out. The article that my husband sent me is basically Nintendo is having their biggest like months or whatever since this whole quarantine happened oh, I'm sure. because people are stuck at home. They're looking for something to do yeah. and animal crossing. I guess I didn't realize this, their newest one. And I don't know if that means it's never come out before, but I thought it came out before this year, but it came out, I think March of this year. Oh, wow. February, or March. So recently, People are freaking obsessed and it is just like selling like hotcakes. And so here's, here's the deal. When I, I, we do Gamefly. I I think I've told you what this is. It's Uh like the Netflix for games. So So you don't get to keep it is what you're telling me. You have this game and you don't get to keep it. No, I bought it. I bought it from them. (laughs) Yeah. You can keep, you can keep games. I did. Um, But are you keeping a used game then? That's well. Yes, but we always go to GameStop, which yeah. I guess you guys probably, do you guys ever use GameStop? It, you can buy used like games. Like one time. <laughs> it's just, you know, because every game is like 60 bucks. And so yeah. when you've got three kids that like to play three different types of video games, and then all of a sudden they want to play what the other one's playing, and it's just, it, it's, it's. I'm dumb. I just spend the $60. Yeah, see, we don't do that. <laughs> but the nice thing about the rentals though is that they get to try games and if it's something they end up not liking you didn't spend 60 bucks on it 
Right. They you just what send is it back. The monthly on that. I mean, not that <laughs> we're like not we're not fifteen bucks. I was just gonna say we're not uh, being a commercial for them or anything. No. I, I truly am asking like what the hell the cost is? Is fifteen dollars uh, yeah. a month? I think it's 15 bucks a month for one game. And you do basically, like Netflix used to be when you had discs, uh-huh. you keep it as long as you want to keep it and then send it back. Does Netflix not have discs anymore? I, don't I even think know. they do. But does anyone actually still do that? Some people do. Some people. Really? Well, here's... Okay, so funny that we're talking about discs and shit. Like when I when we first went into quarantine and I was doing uh, my Marie Kondoing around the house, I uh. came across all of our DVDs. And okay, so speaking of discs... I was almost going to give them all away and I decided to keep the, you know, the movies that I truly love and all this stuff because I'm like, I can't part with them. I'm so glad I didn't do that because my internet went out last night and we called CenturyLink, yeah, putting them on blast and they didn't notify anybody, but apparently they were experiencing an outage. So they're like, we might be able to bring your uh, internet back by 11 a.m. tomorrow. I'm sorry. It's four o'clock in the afternoon. And you're telling and we're me, all cut. yeah, we're yeah. stuck at home. Are you right. kidding me? I mean, thank God it wasn't during the work week, but still, I was super glad that I did not get rid of my DVDs because I had to figure it out, right? So I'm like, thank God for Xbox because I'm like, yeah. I don't have a DVD player anymore. What the fuck? Yeah, who has that? Yeah. I, mean, I know Netflix went to like Blu-rays and stuff, but okay. Yeah. I digress. So <laughs> Animal Crossing. So when I got this game, I thought it was going to be something that I was just going to try. I figured I'd like it because it's. I thought it was like going to be like Frogger. Okay. Because Animal Crossing. I thought Animal Crossing a road. It's not. It's still what it's I like, think it is. No. Because I haven't not. seen it. <laughs> it's like it's like a, a sim game almost. Like the Sims, but it's like kid friendly. Okay. Okay. So like you are, you're a person, but you are on this island with animals that are like people, which is, I know is weird. And you're building like a town, you know, you're building a little island village. Well, so I start the island. I'm the, I think they call it the resident residential representative. And I make the decisions and I do this and I do that. I'm like, cool. Like, I like this. This is fun. I name the island, all that stuff. Okay. So then I finally allow one of my children to play. Because at this point, it's been like a day and a half or two days. I haven't let them play it yet. Nice. And turns out, and I looked this up because I thought maybe we screwed up. And no, this is really a thing. On one Switch, you can have up to eight people on it, right? Like eight profiles. Okay. If you play Animal Crossing, every profile on your Switch lives on the same island. No. No, we already live on the same island with all these people. Uh Uh-uh. No. You're going there to get away from these people. Right. So... By now, I'm at the point of myself and all three of my minions each have a little house or tent, whatnot, um, on our island. And I said to myself, "I screw these kids. I don't want them to take all my resources. They're wasting things. What are they even doing? They're not contributing to society. I sound like that old man yelling at people to get off their lawn. Right. Um, and so I'm like, I'm going to buy myself a Switch. Oh, no, friend. You can't find Switches anywhere because everybody and their mother is playing Animal Crossing <laughs> That is crazy. All bought them. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, I mean, I at least the game can't be sold out because I think with Nintendo, you can buy it online, right? You don't have to have the physical oh, disc, right? Yeah, I guess maybe you could have. I guess we could have. I, you know, I rented it not realizing we would actually like it as much as we do because yeah. it's one of those games that it, so number one was really cool and we are not sponsored at all or anything like that. I'm just letting everyone know what I I'm wish. doing in quarantine. <laughs> I wish Nintendo was a sponsor. That would be fabulous. <laughs> right? It follows your time. So if I was to go log in, it's whatever time on the island as it is where I'm at. So if it's nighttime, it's nighttime. If it's morning, it's morning. If it's, yeah, if it's the afternoon, it's the afternoon. Different. There's different fish. There's different insects. There's, 
it's just it's really cool it's a lot of fun and it's constantly changing um but my kids they cramp my style so (laughs) (laughs) we're good parents we swear (laughs) i swear anyways but you know skipping from virtual uh gardening to my real gardening Mm. friend have you ever thought that you would hear the words well you won't in vegas i'm pretty sure deer came in and ate my fucking garden Oh my gosh. I've seen like a lot of my friends on Facebook that live in areas that are, you know, have a lot of greenery and stuff. They have wild animals coming into their yard. So I totally know, like I had a friend who posted a picture of her backyard and she's like in Tennessee and she had like eight deer in her backyard. She's like, well, this never happens. That's weird. So like I've seen deer in our neighborhood before. We do have quite a bit of green space. You'll remember behind my house. Yeah. Um, well, behind my neighbor's house, basically, there is a gully, I guess you would call it, that comes from the green space. And during 4th of July, the couple years ago, we had a whole family of deer come out of there because I think they were running from the sounds, Aww. obviously. Yeah, it was sad, but they just took off. They're like, yeah, whatever, we're out. <laughs> um, but I had started, I had sunflowers, green beans, spinach. Um, what else did I have? I had wildflowers. And at first, I was pretty sure it was just squirrels because they like to dig and they will hide their... I When I did my my dirt this year, because it's the fourth year I've had this garden, uh-huh. I found peanuts everywhere because some motherfucker is feeding <laughs> the squirrels in my neighborhood peanuts. Aww. So they, they bury them. They're trying in to be my, nice. What is a peanut going to do for my garden? Well, I don't Especially know. if they're digging up the plants. <laughs> So at first I thought, okay, squirrels are messing with my plants. I'm going to, I got some stuff to lay out. They don't like mint, you know, stuff like that. Well, then all of a sudden, all of the leaves off of my sunflower seed plants were gone. And some of them were, were bitten all the way down to the root. And I'm like, okay, I know <laughs> a squirrel robbed. didn't do that. <laughs> I'm going to set up a, a camera. I'm going to set oh I want to know. I want to know person? what it is. Really? Yes, I, well, whether it's deer or uh, do raccoons do this? I don't know. I know we have trash no, pandas around here. Yeah, they're garbage pandas. Like, no, they, they're not eating yeah. your sunflowers. I don't know. if it, it, Well, and then my spinach was completely gone. And then they got into it again last night and took my last two green bean plants. I wanted to cry. I have to start Aww. my garden completely over. Yeah, I was so upset. First time in four years this has happened. So maybe it is the quarantine and they're coming. But people are where I'm at. Not that they're driving that much because a lot of people don't go to work right now, but they yeah. walk. They are constantly outside. What if, and this is just me thinking out loud, but what if you built one of those like greenhouse things, like a plexi one, like just a small mm-hmm. one. I'm not saying it has to be big or anything like that. Cause I know for us, you know me, I'm not a gardener, but we have a peach tree and I'm telling you, this thing started out as two little twigs. I never expected it to explode into a tree, but last year we had birds attacking this fucking tree because they they are going after the peach right we didn't get any peaches that tree gave us i swear to god like 28 peaches we didn't get one because the birds and they're loud they're like just freaking out they're like hey the buffet's over here Uh you know what i mean so we this year we put um I don't even know what the technical term is. You probably do, but it's a net to keep the animals oh, from uh-huh. getting it. Yeah, I know. So far, crossing fingers, it w- has it's been working because I really want some of my own peaches. Damn it! Dude, so maybe t- you I'm should have it. a little plexi. I don't know, like house built over. I don't fucking know. I don't know what the I don't terms know. are. My husband and I have been having a lot of debates on what we're going to do. I did buy a kind of a flimsy 
greenhouse kind of thing off of Amazon and I just got it, but then it's been pouring all weekend. So I haven't built it, but that's where I will restart my garden. We'll be in that little Mm -hmm. greenhouse thing that I'll probably even put it in my backyard if I can keep my dog from messing with it because he's an idiot. So, (laughs) but he's just one of my pets. I, I was actually late to, to doing this, this podcast because I had to clean out our gecko cage. He's I don't want to talk about him. Why? He's actually like the easiest to clean up after. He really is. Sure. Because he eats his own skin. You oh, he does do that. Yeah, it's weird. But did you know that uh, Gecko's urine is actually a solid? Uh, uh, hold on. <laughs> so my visual just went I bad. I love it. I'm like, I wait. I love it. So you're telling me this thing uh, poops out of its pee hole, basically? Well, I'm pretty sure there's only one hole. Because it... <laughs> It comes out all as one solid piece of waste. It has the poop and the pee. The pee is white. It's weird. It's what? all, but he does, he's like a dog. He does it in one section of his cage, one corner. You just use a little scooper and you get it out. Doesn't smell or anything. He literally is my easiest animal. And you only have to change the sand like every three months. I'm still so. stuck on the one hole. What? I'm pretty positive that's how it works. I don't know the complete anatomy. Mm. He's nocturnal. So no. when he goes to the bathroom, he's usually nighttime. But anyways, no, no. I was, that was why I was running late. So I apologize now. Well. Hey, so today okay. I was excited because I did the genes test. Have you done the genes test yet? What the fuck? Okay, the so we've test? all been in quarantine for like seven weeks, right? And I don't know about you, but actually I do know about you. We've been living in stretchy pants, right? I mean, I want to continue to live in stretchy pants. Why do we want to ruin that? Me too. I'm like, I live in my fat pants like every day. So today <laughs> I decided I was going to do the genes test and see if they fit. Right. Well, you're so tiny, whatever. Well, they do fit though. I was actually, I was super impressed because I was already of the mindset and don't do this to yourselves people, but I was already in my mind, like, I'm not going to be able to get these over my thighs and even button them or even zip them for that matter. And they went right on totally fine. Right. And I know I've gained weight. I, I do know this since this we whole all thing. have, <laughs> we all have, it's going to be the, yeah. the quarantine 20. Yeah, like we're we've all packed it on for the summer, so we're summertime fluffy now. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I was actually just I was super happy, and I had to share that news. But um, in other news, I don't know if our friends have noticed, but um, our social media has been pretty pretty light, um, and that's it's not Courtney's fault; it's mine. I have been semi depressed through this whole thing, and. Um, it's just it's just not coming to me like the creativity. So I apologize to everybody <laughs> for not. It's super hard. It no, is. I mean, I I have I, I like our podcast because I feel like we do a lot of just and I, I mean, if people are listening, cool. Like we like to have conversation yeah. and talk about what's going on in our lives and and our suggestions and stuff. But that's to me is not creativity. It's helpful, like for I don't know. But when it comes to creativity, like I need to have social for my book stuff and I don't do it I can't it's just I don't have any creative like juices flowing so I don't know if anyone's different than that but this quarantine has done jack crap for creativity yeah well that's not true creative in different ways but social media yeah so I apologize we'll get back on it at some point but whatever but yesterday I had the privilege of um and when I say yesterday I don't mean Monday I mean Saturday because we're actually recording on a Sunday (laughs) Um, but I watched, um, Rachel Hollis, who I love to pieces. I think she's brilliant. Um, but I had bought tickets to her rise event. Um, if you've never been to a rise event and I've never been to a physical rise event for Rachel Hollis, they're supposed to be phenomenal. Well, she did one that was live, um, 
you know, streaming because obviously we cannot be all together in a big arena right now. So she did this event and it was pretty glitchy, not on, you know, not her fault. I mean, everybody has their, their issues with, um, you know, zoom meetings. Hello, everybody glitches sometimes. Um, but she had this one speaker on there and her name was Jen Hatmaker. I had never, ever heard of her. Okay. She's an author and all that good stuff. But the funniest part of that was I loved what she said, and I'm not going to share it all here or anything like that, but there was like a bird fight going on in the background. Shit you not. And I could hear it. And my husband was like, do you hear Because he watched the conference with me because it's a very, it was really a good conference. But um, he, t- he, I turned down the volume, like I muted it and he's like, it sounds like birds are fighting. So I put the TV back on. He goes, it's on her end. <laughs> So later in her interview, um, as she's going along, she's like, I don't know if you guys can hear this right now, but we have baby birds that just hatched on the top of my roof in the corner of my office and they're just hanging out. So don't mind them. Just, just try not to pay attention to them. <laughs> but that's the, the, the problem. The virtual. Yeah. It's, that's yeah. the problem with our new yeah. world. And I think we all give it so much grace now because we're all in the same problems. Like yeah. I have been on so many meetings where a cat will randomly run across the screen or across somebody's <laughs> keyboard it's the funniest thing or your kids pop in and out of the the office door or they do random things behind you uh it's just funny but you said creativity earlier and I want to tell you Friday night we got super creative and I know some other families have done this where you go on YouTube and you watch Disney rides because you can't go to Disney right like and I've only ever been to Disneyland and Disney World and one of my friends had said you should ride the Pirates of the Caribbean in um, Shanghai. And I was like, okay, whatever. Because I went on Pirates in Disney World, for reals, like in, in real life. And I've obviously gone to the one at Disneyland. The one in Shanghai, holy shit. It was so amazing. If you have not had the chance to do this, please go on YouTube and go look it up because it was phenomenal. And it's so different. Courtney, you will flip out if you have not been on it. Have you done it? Uh, not Shanghai. I think I started to watch the one in Tokyo, possibly. Um, and that may not be that much different because I haven't tried that one yet. It was a bit different, but in the very beginning there, I was kind of smiling because you know how they have the Blue Bayou restaurant? Yes. And they have that in in Tokyo as well. And I thought that was kind of cute. The Shanghai one. Um, They had that too. They had too, but it was so much brighter. That was what I was kind of getting from the Tokyo one. But I don't think I finished it. So I'll have to do that. My, I have, th- with three minions, each of them ranges a little bit different. My oldest would think that was really cool to watch. My middle would get depressed because he would want to go. My youngest would lose interest in about five seconds and wander off. Well, you so- know, well, okay. So you know how we made it more fun was I told, I told my kid, I'm like, we are going to get up and we are going to pretend like we're actually on the ride. So we're going to, we're going to stand in front of it. And like when we were doing Big Thunder Mountain, we like did our feet back and forth. Like we were running, like you could feel the tracks and then <laughs> we'd throw our hands up and then like, you know, the turns, I would make him do the turns and we would turn together. It was awesome. I don't know why I'm putting my hands up in the air right now on the podcast because nobody can see me right now, but that's what we did. It was tons of fun. So I highly recommend, uh, and we went to all the Disney parks. It was phenomenal, but yes, it does make you a little bit sad. <sighs> oh, anyways. <well> anyways. <laughs> Jinx, you need to buy me a Coke. 
uh, I don't, I don't, I think Coke, actually, I think Coca-Cola is actually running low on stuff right now because they have stopped they? distributing some of their stuff too. Maybe I not Coca-Cola, the main brand, but I know some of their off brands, they have stopped distributing because they, they can't, they can't keep up with demand and they don't Dang. have as many employees. It's getting crazy. But anyways, anyways, so let's get into this. I'm Paris. I'm the tiger mom to one cub. I've been married to my amazing husband for 10 and a half years. If you are a faithful podcast listener of ours, you are already aware of my obsession with planners. And here's an update for you all. I got another one. Yep. Totally bought another one. My God. It happened. So I think that's my quota for the year. I think what my quota is like three. I don't even know how many I actually have. Maybe this is my fourth one that I bought, but woohoo. It is only the second quarter of the year, friend. How is this even possible? I don't even know. Anyways, I'm Courtney, the mom to three kiddos ranging from elementary to high school. Yes, next year I'll have one at every type of school, and I'm just not looking forward to that. I've been married for 12 years, and we're actually recording this on my hubby's birthday, so happy birthday, babe. Happy birthday! Yay! I promised him I'd be nice all day. I have made it about half the day, so we shall see how that works out. That's why she's (laughs) podcasting with me. Yes, because it it takes up some time that I don't have to bite my, my tongue and be nice. Yeah, she needed a break. She needed a break today. So today we are talking more about this quarantine thing, and but we want to focus on how to get creative um, with dating your spouse during this time or whoever you live with. Just get creative. But we also want to cover how homeschooling is going. Mm. Yeah. So now, Courtney was always super good about dating her hubby before this lockdown ever happened, and me, not so much. Not because I didn't want to date my husband, because I do. But my in-laws and my parents watch our son like every day on a normal school schedule. And we always feel super guilty about asking them to watch him. So I know they probably don't care, but I'm always worried that they think that we would be taking advantage of them. And that's kind of why we just, we weren't like the, the serial daters that uh, Courtney and her man are. <laughs> yeah. I was actually very much so like that in the beginning of my marriage. So my mother-in-law lives with us. I know I've mentioned that a number of times. Um, so in the beginning, I used to always feel super guilty about asking her to watch the kids so that my husband and I could go out. I used to ask him if he could ask his mom or should I ask his mom? And he was always like, you're being ridiculous. It used to just really make me feel uncomfortable. So, but after like some years of me asking for permission, she finally just told me to stop asking that she was here to help us with the kids. She wanted my husband and I to have all the time we needed. And so, yeah, before quarantine, you know, we tried to have at least one day at a night or month or whatever, if not two. Um, but my mother-in-law is a special breed, so I realized that not everybody has that. She's phenomenal. I love her. But yeah. anyways, I went on Pinterest for ideas for quarantine date night. And boom, tons of ideas come up. It's so funny because that's an actual search, by the way, quarantine date night. <laughs> I am going to share some of the ones that I plan to do. So I definitely can get on some board games. That would be fun. Video game night. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, but camp out in the living room. I have done this. I haven't done it in our new house. I did it in our old house and those were always super fun. And having a tasting party, not what you are thinking, Courtney. So get your mind out of the gutter. (laughs) What? I didn't even say anything. Just Mm because my brain sometimes works like a 12 year old boy doesn't mean I always say everything I'm thinking. Uh Uh-huh. Whatever. So (laughs) by tasting, they mean like wines and chocolates and cookies and cheeses. I can get on board for that. 
that is my jam. But another one was to create a bucket list together. Now, this is one that I have been talking about doing for a really long time, but I think I want us to list them out on paper first together. And then I want to either put them in a frame on the wall or even get crafty and paint them on a canvas or something. That way we can see it every day and have our goals together in our face so that we don't forget what we are working towards. I think that'll be a lot of fun. Of course you want to get crafty because that's what you do. <laughs> uh, something that I want to do here, and I also found this on Pinterest, shocker. I mean, it's obviously an idea you can come up with on your own, but it was a nice suggestion. Uh, once the rain, because it's, it's going to let up this week, is I want to go outside and stargaze. So I saw this post and I basically was like just curling up together and just looking at the stars. Um, where we live, we have we have pretty nice stargazing chances because we don't live in a major city. Uh, it wouldn't work during the week for us because my husband goes to bed pretty early during, you know, the week for work. But I would just love to lay and stare at the stars and just be super calm with my husband. That's something I would like to do. Yeah, stargazing might be a little tough here in Vegas with all the light pollution, even though everything's shut down. They should just shut off all the lights. <laughs> just <laughs> be saying. done with it. Yeah, just be done. Like, don't tease us. But, you know, um, I know that there are apps out there that you can use to see the constellations, you know, if you hold your phone up to the sky, mm -hmm. which I yeah. always thought was super cool. I love those things. So I'm going to steal your stargazing idea for sure. Another thing that was listed on the lovely Pinterest is planning a trip. <laughs> we just did that this week since our Mediterranean trip got canceled in June and we had to rebook it for the next summer. That's so crazy. Like summer hasn't even begun and we're already having to book for the following next summer. year. It's so sad. Yeah. But now I even started thinking of taking a trip over Christmas this year since our summer pretty much got shot with the COVID-19. Yeah. You know how my husband and I feel about our couples trips. It's been a while. I think it's been... Well, it's been like three years since our Scandinavian cruise, which was our last big couple trips, just the two of us. So, no. Has it really yeah, been that long? Seriously. It was. Yeah. Yeah. I just saw it in my memories that it was coming up. So, yeah. Three years. That's wild. Wow. I know. I know. Uh, we've been chatting here and there, though, about once this is all over, we seriously need to take a trip for some like reconnect time. But it's just like it's really hard to make any plans or even really for me, at least to dream about what we'd like to do without knowing what the new normal, you know, that we'll be seeing is. I just don't want to be sad and disappointed. <laughs> you're so funny. We need this time to reconnect. Bitch, you're on lockup with this dude. <laughs> and we don't like each other when we're oh my God, I know you're like, I need a beach. I need a whole beach for separation purposes. <laughs> lots of booze, lots of little drinks with umbrellas. Oh, anyways, you will love one of the other ideas that I found on Pinterest. They said to do couples, a couple's workout. Yeah. Uh, I immediately no. scrolled past that shit. I'm like, no, <laughs> hard pass. Uh, not, not, no. But then I also thought it would be kind of fun, maybe. I don't know. My husband and yours, too, are workout guys. They love to work out for whatever fucking reason. I mean, we appreciate them working out because their bodies are banging. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Woo, just getting hot thinking about it. Anyways, and I wonder if they would like it if we tried to work out with them. Like, oh, honey, can you please be my personal trainer and show me how to do like downward facing dog? Not that one. Not that. <laughs> uh, no, I think that would just lead to other things. Are you kidding? Oh, I know. Uh, oh, you know it would. Abso absolutely. <laughs> um, I don't think I told you this yet, but we actually just bought a Bowflex stationary bike. What? Yeah. Uh-huh. No, I never thought I'd be one of those. I'd never have one of them because 
I assumed that it would just turn into a place for me to hang my clothes. Exactly. No, that's what yeah. they're for, right? Right. <laughs> However, uh, my husband, and he, he told me he's just kind of sick of the gym routine. And obviously, we can't go there right now. Right. So we bought a bike. Yeah. And I'm trying to promise myself to use it. But my big issue is I feel super insecure working out around my husband. And I realize that's super dumb. He sees me naked. I get it. But he's super fit. I, I would just be super distracted. And then I would want him to work out shirtless. So there's a lot of issues there. See, we would end up in the same problem if we did couples workouts, right? right. Like same problem. So maybe this isn't so a problem. Issues. Maybe we should just work out together and let it happen. You know, <laughs> let but it happen. You know what I really want is that Peloton. And um, no, husband, I know you're listening to this right now. Um, no, do not go buy one, okay? <laughs> because I am not spending $2,000 on a fucking bike. It's not happening. So I haven't gotten our bike yet, but let me tell you, one of the things they talk about on their website is that you can just buy a Bowflex and use their Peloton app. Boom. Mic drop. What? <laughs> that's, what, that's what they say. So I don't know yet. I mean, because it is, it's Bluetooth, wi Bluetooth wired. It's wired so that you can, what you're doing on the bike translates to apps and stuff like that. And yeah. so there's also this app that it takes you to different countries and put, you're on a road, obviously in, you know, you have to have your own device right. and as fast as you're pedaling is as fast as this app is going and you get to see different like sceneries and stuff. I, that's what I want to try. Wow. Well, okay. So, <laughs> cause I have no idea how much bikes, uh, stationary bikes cost anyway. So how much was this Bowflex business? It's half the cost of a Peladon. Half. I can do that simple math. So a thousand dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> and yeah. then maybe I don't know I how. I could learn how to ride that stationary and then I would actually be able to ride my really cute bike in the garage right now. <laughs> Friend, you, and by the way, you can't ride a stationary bike with flip-flops. Like, listen. You need I, to buy tennis shoes, sneakers. I'm not going to wear sneakers in my house. How are you going to ride a bike? With my, with my, with what God gave me, my little feet. Like, oh my. So wait, I have to gear up. You mean to tell me yes. I have to throw tennis shoes on for a stationary yes. bike? Fuck it that. Has, it has like the toe guard and all that. No. So you kind of like lock in. Dude, you terrible. know how fast people ride bikes when they do like cycling? How are you going to do that with bare feet? There's no way. Well, it would hurt I, the bottom of your feet. But I was thinking if you, like you said, the app will show me like different sceneries. I just want to lightly pedal through these areas. That's, I don't. just ride your bike from the garage, friend. <laughs> <laughs> And that bike was not cheap <laughs> and it's getting no play at all. So anyways, that is Poor awesome. Bike. So, okay. Okay. So after looking on Pinterest for ins inspiration, I came up with some ideas of my own. Watch out. I thought about doing <laughs> a couple's wine and canvas, you know, cause I'm artsy and I'm sure I could come up with, you know, at least two pieces of art that we could try to create. I have all these blank canvases just laying around here waiting to be painted on. So why the fuck not? Right. So my plan is to do something at least once a week, even after we go back to some normalcy after this whole thing, because even though this time sucks, you know, it sucks right now, it doesn't have to. And it's caused a lot of creativity, I'm sure for many people. And I think I want to try to keep that going even after we're out of this, you know? Yeah. No, I think one thing I do want to do is like a fondue night. Um, I don't think I've even used my fondue pot since we moved into our house. I think it's been like five years. So what better reason to bring it out than to have some cheese and bread with my hubby? He's all about the cheese with the beer base. He loves mm. that. Oh, my God. I love fondue. Babe, 
I want fondue for Mother's Day. Just putting it out there. <laughs> I hope you got this far into the podcast <laughs> so that you can prepare to go be tribute and go buy all the stuff for it because that's what I want for Mother's Day. That's all I want. Um, you know, homeschooling. Let's talk about that. Is shitty. Uh, the end. Yep. That's it. You know, I was the one on this podcast that never watched YouTube like ever. That was Courtney's Jam. The only time that I would watch it was if someone sent me one of those damn videos from it and I was forced to watch it. But now, oh my gosh, now I am finding so many new skills, not even just for homeschooling, even for my job. Um, But the homeschool, that is on my list to start researching. And I know you're probably thinking, what the fuck, bitch? You have been like in this quarantine for seven weeks. What the fuck have you been doing? Okay, (laughs) listen. I work full time. Okay, that's what the fuck I've been doing. And then some. I don't just work like eight to five. It's it's more than eight to five, Monday through Friday. But, you know, I just haven't had time. But let me tell you, this summer, I am making the commitment to learn some Google Classroom and expand my knowledge on some distance learning plans. I don't know if these kids are going back to school in the fall, but this mama is planning to be prepared. Man, distance learning is tough as fuck. I definitely, there's no, there's no sugarcoating this shit around here. I just can't, Mm-mm. you know, and look, I love my kids, love them with all my heart, but I am not a teacher at heart. It's not who I am. I'm just not. Um, and I, I don't know half the shit they are doing. So like, even like simple shit, I don't know exactly what Lewis and Clark story they're hearing at that, that moment that they've got to write a poem about. So I have to like sit there and like go through the lesson with them that their teachers have done so that I can assist them. You know, and luckily, I mean, for me, I, you know, I've got three, so I've got two that are fairly self-sufficient has worked out great. The third, not so much. It just is what it is. Um, but those are my issues. Like those are just my issues at home. Our teachers though, they're fucking amazing. And I know I've keep saying this, they should be paid a bajillion dollars. It's ridiculous. (laughs) We don't take better care of our education system. It's ridiculous. I have to give a shout out to teachers pretty much everywhere because I know you all are working your asses off. Um, Our teachers specifically, I am so impressed with what they have come up with in just a short period of time that they were even given to figure this shit out. Um, They have made the actual system of learning so simple that my kids can easily navigate and submit their assignments. And I don't like have to be there to press all the buttons and take pictures of shit and do all that stuff. So Google Classroom is the fucking bomb. Yeah. I wish I knew what that was like. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. It is amazing to me how different our two situations are. It really is. But I don't know about you, Courtney, but having the kids at home and seeing what they are actually doing in school is it's been very eye opening for me. It has allowed me to become a better mother. Both my husband and I have gone through all the emotions of this. You know, March 16th, we thought we were amazing parents by March 20th. Yes, March 20th. All we could think was, where the fuck did we go wrong? <laughs> we were asleep at the wheel. Nobody told us to be fucking on point. Nobody. <laughs> well, I think one of the biggest problems, and this is just what I'm having, is that one of my kids, like when they're learning a new subject, it's there's a teacher in that classroom that's working with them through that subject, helping them along in real time. So right now, though our teachers are creating amazing materials, don't get me wrong. It's fantastic, but it's not possible for them to a- answer like instant questions like, or I'm sorry, answer 
questions in instant time, like however I'm meaning to say that. So as, you know, as parents were like, um, why didn't our kids, like, why don't our kids get this? This is ridiculous. They don't seem to understand. Well, because typically a teacher would be there, would be answering their questions when they raise their hand. And now the kids are kind of left to figure it out or we help them or they have to wait for their teachers to answer their questions virtually. And that takes time. Yeah, it does. And I want to be very clear. Our son is bright, a fantastic student, but there is so much more to a child than getting good grades. And I know Courtney has told me this many times. Um, And and art at three. Oh my, don't, I will punch you in the throat. Anyways. You can't. Stop. (laughs) You're too far away. Stop. (laughs) Unfortunately, my son is exactly like me with his squirrel moments. Womp, womp. It is like trying to parent the you out of your kid. And I know all you parents <laughs> out there are very aware of how that happens, but it's impossible. Seven weeks into this, and I still don't know how to get him to focus. I don't. Um, do you have some insight for this, friend? Because I really don't. Um, I know that your youngest minion is like this, too. <laughs> I have told mine that I am about to move his desk next to mine, but I think that's more of a punishment for me than him, to be quite honest. Yeah, I have it is. so many fucking meetings during the day, and I think it would be too distracting for him on top of his own squirrel brain. It just wouldn't be helpful. So I don't know that I can win, but I am not giving up. I'm just not. I just don't know what yep. it's going to take. Well, you can't give up. Of course not. You know, no. but the, the focus thing is tough. I, I did actually have to move the youngest minion outside my office door. So she works on a little folding table because when I uh, was leaving them downstairs to work at the kitchen table together, my two middle or my two youngest, my oldest is high school. He just does his stuff. He, you don't even have to talk to him. Um, but <laughs> For my two youngest, they were just distracting each other the entire time. They were fighting. They couldn't, you know, they were playing with things. It was just a thing. So um, for them, though, what I found kind of helped with the distraction was scheduled breaks and knowing when they would be done with class. So I found that almost immediately I have a written schedule and it was the best way just to control them while I worked. They know that unless they have a question about school, they are not to come talk to me about when they're going to be done because they know what their schedule is. And mine, so it goes something like this. I don't make them start school stuff till nine. I give them lots of time in the morning to wake up and, you know, unwind and all that. They have a snack break at 1030 for 15 minutes. They work until 12 after that. And then they have a 30 minute lunch. And then usually by that point, they're close to being done um, for the day. So they know that and they don't come, you know, poke at me wanting to stop working. I'm pissed that you're sharing this amazing schedule right now. You've never shared this shit with me. Okay, Uh -uh. well, let's be clear. Let's be clear. You and I have not been talking quite as often as we used to. Oh, so this is my fault. Now this is, we're going to argue on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) So this is somehow my fucking fault. Oh my God. My Google just wondered, my Google just answered us. She was like, sorry, I don't understand. You're right. I don't either. Oh my God. Anyways, that's an offline argument. They're always listening to us. Yeah, I know, right? I'm surprised (laughs) my phone hasn't gone off and said, do you need something? Yes. Yes, I do. And you don't know how to make wine. So shut up. So I think this summer, since we're not planning to send him to normal summer camp, even if they do open, I am going to put together some lesson plans um, to figure this all out. I think it would be good for him, and I want to keep challenging him. Some of you might think that's a little mean, but we went through about four different summer camps for this kid, and over the years, he didn't like any of them because his complaint, I'm not kidding, I can't make this up, his complaint was, he wasn't learning anything. Yep, that's my kid. <laughs> we had finally found the perfect summer camp, and it included some curriculum in the morning, 
And then he's been doing that for the last two summers. They teach them math and writing in the mornings. And then they get to do coding and 3D art design. And they get to work on 3D printers. So that's, that's pretty, pretty awesome. awesome. Yeah. So I swear he gets more out of the summer camp than his regular schooling. <laughs> Probably because <laughs> they add the fun element to the learning. I don't know. But it isn't as much pressure on him. So who knows? I don't fucking know. I keep telling you, though, I think it's because your cub is not challenged nearly enough. He's mm-hmm. bored out of his mind. That. But you guys are, like, super good about making life in general educational for him. You always have been. You are way better parents than me. Nope. <laughs> summer- nope. Judging by your schedule, you're way better than me. <laughs> no, but summer for me is free reign with my kids because I can, like, get work done. I can. I feel, like, so much more free and relief from packing lunches and dealing with homework and You know, all the papers that come home that I've got to fill out and sign. And it's like it's like this sigh of relief. Man, this summer is going to feel like there's like a 3000 pound weight right off my shoulders. I can for you and every other parent. Every other parent. For sure. But the schoolwork, I mean, I don't know about you, but it's a lot of work. The whole schedules and the schooling and it's still I don't know. It's still a massive amount of work, in my opinion. But, you know, what suggestions can we give those parents out there right now that are struggling? Um, I will tell you that I have found what I have found to be helpful is Sunday planning. Now I have fallen off the wagon the last couple weeks. Yes, it happened. But I will tell you that Sunday planning for your kiddos the entire week is like gold. Um, you know, especially if you add in Courtney's new epic, like schedule of breaks and all that shit. Still (laughs) mad at you. Still mad at you. (laughs) Anyways, it will leave you way less stressed and you can breathe. So I don't know how other schools are with sending out their agendas, but we usually get all of our assignments on Sunday, the entire plan. Um, So this really only works if you get the plans ahead of the week. So sorry if you don't. Yeah, I think for us it's pretty great because ours, um, and again, I guess it all depends on what your kids teachers are doing our teachers in our elementary school all the teachers are doing the same thing they've got a welcome morning message and then each day is usually math reading writing and then on Fridays they've got an easy day of their um, what we call specials which is PE math um, or I'm sorry PE music and then they'll usually throw in that's where usually there'll be some fun science stuff will be on Fridays Mm -hmm. but I'll say it again like you're right okay I'm sorry I didn't tell you about the daily plan do the (laughs) daily plan and make them stick to it it's not a plan per se is it is just a schedule so they know what times they're doing work for school and what times they get to breathe and not have to do work my kids look forward to their snack time their 15 minute snack time they look forward to it they think it's fun um i also do a snack basket so when snack time does come they're not rooting through the cabinets for that whole 15 minutes trying to find a snack and they're not eating oreos at 10 30 in the morning um, i show them the options and that's it that's you know you you get to have that and you don't get to have anything else Uh, I also have to say, and this is what I I keep saying to a lot of people, is that you need to just give yourself grace as parents. Most systems I know of, um, I don't, I know, you know, your system is much different, Paris, so I'm not sure how yours is, but Mm -hmm. most uh, public school options that I know of are doing a pass no grade thing, like where basically as long as the kids do the work to some sort of sufficient ability, they're going to pass the grade and the classes that they're taking. This is all the way up to high school. Um, I know that there's some negativity around that as well. I'm not, I'm, I'm on the fence between both, but for kids like elementary, if we're talking about just elementary kids, you know, it's, 
you know that it's as long as they're doing the stuff sufficiently, they're getting it done and they're going to be fine. Um, you know, the next year when it comes to elementary, if they're going into another year of elementary school, those first few weeks are just review anyway. Right. <laughs> so that's true. They're going to be okay if you don't understand parallelograms and how to reduce fractions the way they know how to do it. Okay. It's just, that's it. It's true. So I also do the snack basket and it's amazing. If you are a parent and you don't do a snack basket, it is truly the way to keep your kids out of the stuff you don't want them eating at 10 a.m. like the Oreos. Um, But I got my idea off Pinterest because again, Courtney doesn't share shit with me until we're podcasting. So I don't find out a fucking thing until she starts talking on this damn podcast. Thank God for this podcast. Otherwise, I wouldn't even know my friend. Oh, whatever. No, Pinterest, it's the devil with all the good ideas. (laughs) Right? So that's it. At the end of the day, we're just two moms. And friends. Trying to keep our shit together. Lipstick off our teeth. Keep the kids alive. And enjoy every moment. If you want to send us your mom stories or a topic you'd like us to chat about on our podcast, please email us at momswhosaythefword at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram with our handle at momswhosaythefword. And remember, if you can't say something nice, virtually, come sit next to us. Yeah. Don't forget to tune in next week for a brand new episode. And if you liked what you heard today, please leave us a five-star rating wherever you have found our podcast. It really helps us. Till then, these moms are fucking out. Out.